This episode of IREM Today is brought to you by ARS Restoration, here when you need expert help with fire, flood, and water damage repair the most. To consult with ARS Restoration specialists, please call 401-722-9595 or visit them online at arsserve.com. The following program has been paid for by Greater Rhode Island Chapter 88 of the Institute of Real Estate Management. It is for entertainment and basic informational purposes only and is solely responsible for its content. It does not reflect the views of Cumulus Media, WPRV, its management, or staff. This is Iram Today, the property management show with Chrissy Denalian on AM790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Chrissy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Iram Today, the property management show here on AM790. Today is Tuesday, October 9th. I'm Chris Denalian here in the studio today with my brand new co-host, Rod Santagata. Hello, welcome. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? I'm so glad to see you here in studio so I don't have to sit here and talk to myself every week or drag Jack Benz over here and, and have him sit with me and, and get different um, guests on the show. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you're here. Well, you're lucky I'm here today because I thought today was Monday. I know. Today was uh, a busy day, I think, for all of us in property management. Uh, always after the holiday, I feel like you're always out of sorts and trying to get things done in a shorter amount of time. And there's always stuff that happens over the weekend that, I don't know, you always have to address. But uh, in case this is the first time you're tuning in, Iron Today is your live local radio show every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Speaking of weekends, how is yours? I had an incredibly busy weekend. Tell me all about it. It was very sad. I have an hour, so. (laughs) It was very sad. Um, It was sad? It was a sad weekend. Oh, my gosh, Rod. Really bringing the show down here. (laughs) We're supposed to be bringing it up. Bring it up. Apparently, the weatherman said Saturday was going to be beautiful. So you were all excited about your boat. I was all excited going out on the boat. Rod is a a fisherman. He loves it. I love fishing. So what happened? I it, woke up and it was, it was still a nice day. It was pretty nice. It was, it was a little cool. It was cool. It was cloudy all day. Um, really, the sun didn't come out until mid-afternoon. And <laughs> the- <laughs> Eeyore. <laughs> I, um, my boss calls me Eeyore, Eeyore so I can call him. But that's all right. Uh, <laughs> but I took advantage of the time at home and uh, took care of some home improvement projects. What would you do? Anything fun? Um, I did some electrical work. I did some landscaping work. Um, Rather be out on the boat, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I was so sad about it. I went to a bunch of festivals this weekend. There was a a couple of different festivals going on. There was uh, the um, Federal Hill Festival I went to on Saturday. And Sunday I went to the Citrus Art Festival. Citrus Art Festival. Yeah, I didn't didn't buy anything though so (laughs) i don't know i don't know i mean i guess it's something to do but uh yeah i mean at least there was things there was a lot of things going on this weekend as Mm -hmm. far as uh in the state because i mean i know that once the winter time comes it's like hibernation (laughs) mode so um but anyway yeah i guess getting back to property management uh we know that there's a lot of these syndicated programs on this radio station however we're not one of them we're not we are fun and entertaining but we're just not syndicated so because we're live here in the studio every tuesday talking all things property management what does that mean 
That means that anyone can call in with any property management type questions for us, and we'll do our best to answer them for you. Or maybe even a fishing question for Rod. <laughs> I don't know. Or if you want to know about the best festivals. I feel like I've been to every festival this year that I possibly could go to. So um, if you have any questions about Rod's personal life, about new Rod on the station, um, you can give us a call here in the studio. And our, and how, the, how can they reach us? They can reach us at 401 401- Four three seven five thousand or toll free eight 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 three four five zero seven nine zero. Yes, and in case you were tuning in for the first time and you were wondering what is IRAM? What is that? IRAM actually stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management. We are the most professional group in the world for managing real estate. So we are worldwide. We do talk about that a lot, um, how we have chapters in Brazil and Japan. And I think that Japan has now, I think it's two or three chapters. I don't know. They broke off into separate chapters because it's such a big, I don't know. They they have like such a big following in Japan. Um, Who knew? I don't know. I mean, Rhode Island, locally, we're the greater Rhode Island chapter. So... Um, we will be able to help you out if you know, if you want any kind of guidance on real estate management, uh, property management. Uh, a lot of people think that real estate and property management are one and the same. We are slightly different. Um, it comes with a lot of tools and tips, uh, IRAM does. So if another thing you might be wondering is what do we do? So the Greater Rhode Island chapter was established in 1977. We are an international force of over 20,000 individuals united to advance the profession of real estate management. So like I said before, through training, professional development, collaboration, IRAM supports our members and others in the industry through every stage in their career. We believe in our people and we provide the tools that they need to succeed. So if people are looking in it in, in, for a career, um, let's say, I mean, for me, I was working at a country club uh, for a long time, actually. I was a manager there, and um, I don't know, I just didn't, f- I was working nights and weekends and holidays, and um, it was a lot of hours, a lot of, when the golf tournaments were going on, it was a, it was a lot. So I was like, you know what, I, I, I want something where I, I, I can use these skills, and now as a property manager, you have weekends off. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I wanted something as a career. Um, a lot of times I think, you know, you get stuck going to school and you went to school for something, but maybe you're not pursuing that degree. For me, my degree was in theater. So <laughs> I don't think, um, I mean, I say I act every day, but, <laughs> um, you know, for me, I, I needed to f- figure out what I wanted to do and I wanted a career. So, uh, I, I actually interviewed for Pacern and I was like, Oh, you know what? I can see myself doing this. There's a lot of correlation between the hospitality industry and property management. Um, and I, and I use those skills that I learned even in the restaurant business because it's all comes down to a customer service, uh, industry. So, um, you know, if people are looking for any kind of, maybe a, a career or a training or an education or even a designation so that way you can be recognized for a professional property manager. Uh, we actually offer a couple dis- different designations. Rod, what's the first designation that we offer? Uh, we offer the ARM, which is the Accredited Residential Manager. Yes. I'm an ARM. You're an ARM. I'm an ARM. Yes. We're just giving ARMs out? No? Uh, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot a, of hard work. It is work. We, just, we don't just give them out. Nope. Uh, there's courses that you need to uh, attend and pass them, um, and it's 
it's more work than what I thought it would be when I was taking the courses. Mm -hmm. But uh, when did you get your ERM? Because oh, you're uh, you're an arm of the air too. Yes. <laughs> Look at us. We're just tooting our own horns yeah. in here. Yeah. Um, when did you get yours? Um, I believe 2014. 2014. 2014. And now you're working on your CPM, CPM. which is our second designation, second designation, which stands for the Certified Property Manager. Um, and and tell us a little bit about getting your CPM. I know you're still currently working on the typing part of it, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the classes part, though. Typing with two fingers. But the classes yeah. part is the hardest part, right? Uh, yes, the classroom. Yes, is um, finance, human resources. Um, you learn about everything really to pretty much run a business. Yeah. Um, so it's like a, a course on business management more much, than more much. than anything. Yep. And you can use those skills kind of anywhere, can't you? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But they're best suited uh, in the in property, property management, management, I would think. Yeah. But uh, so uh, Jack Vance always says that the CPM is pretty much equivalent to a degree from Brown University. But last week he said it it outranks a degree yeah, no, from Brown <laughs> University. I, I, I believe so. you said Harvard last week. Oh, yeah. Well, we're trying to keep it a little more local <laughs> for our Greater Rhode Island chapter. Uh, so we're, we're comparing it to Brown University. But um, yeah, so the CPM, I know that it's, it's difficult. It's something that I want to get into. Um, and by getting the CPM, um, you know, you're, you're looked at in a different light. You know, when people go and look at your resume and they look at somebody that has years of, ex of experience in the industry and people that have their CPM, um, whether they have years under their belt or not, uh, having that CPM does hold massive amounts of, of weight in, in deciding on who would be a better candidate to be looked at. Um, a lot of times, even through our IRAM website, IRAMRI.org, you can go on there and look for jobs uh, if you are looking for uh, the property management field. Uh, and a lot of them, if, if they're higher up, they're always looking for people that have that CPM designation. Uh, we, we're going to talk about a little later in the show. We actually have an event tonight where you can, um, I mean, it's, it's for our scholarship uh, fundraiser. And through the scholarship program, we do offer scholarships for to, to get your designations as a CPM or an ARM. And um, that's an event that's going on tonight. I completely forgot about it, but uh, I'm going to be there tonight. Rod's going to be there tonight. Uh, and Rod actually can speak a little bit uh, about the scholarship. I think when we come back from break, we can talk a little bit more about the scholarship. Uh, but for any of our events that are going on, we always... Uh, like to mention Karen Cuddle, who is our association executive. She will do everything from, I don't know, tag you in our Facebook post to help you out with any kind of questions that you have about being an industry partner. If you're a vendor and you want to get involved in IRAM, um, a lot of our property management um, companies that go through IRAM, uh, we use a lot of the vendors or the industry partners in our business. So if you want to get involved, if you're looking for a way for you to get into these places uh, for property management, because a lot of times when you're doing those sales calls, they don't really get anywhere. Uh, I would reach out to Karen Cuddle uh, and she can she can certainly introduce you to the right people and get you involved in IRAM. Absolutely. Uh, you, great. you can reach out to her. Her phone number is 401-479-7734. Um, and like I said, because we are live and not syndicated, you're always welcome to call us in the studio live and local at where? Tell us, Rod. 401-437-5000 or toll free 
347-345-0790. Yeah, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the scholarship night. We usually touch upon our, our events later on in the day, but we're going to talk a little bit about our scholarship. You can explain to us how your scholarship process went. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to IRM Today, the property management show. Now back to IRAM Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 419 here on IRAM Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian, along with my co-host, Rod Santagata, and we're live here on the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. So before we left, we were talking a little bit about our scholarship night, which is happening tonight. Um, we are part of IRAM, which is the Institute of Real Estate Management. Uh, which is the most professional group in the world for very, managing real estate. Very professional. And um, through IRAM, uh, you have the opportunity to get different kinds of designations like the ARM, the CPM uh, designation. And tonight is kind of a big night. It's always a great event that we have. Uh, this year it's at Tavolo Wine Bar in Smithfield. And it's happening right after the show at 530. Um, but... Through that is where we raise a lot of our money. And through that and, the, and our and our golf tournament are golf the two big uh, events that we raise money to uh, go towards the scholarship. And they always say every year, we have money in the scholarship program. We want people to apply for our scholarship. So if you're if you're in property management now, if you're interested in getting into property management, uh, you just need to have a couple of things in your background in order to apply for the scholarship. Um, I think you have to have maybe a year under your belt in in property management. But uh, tell us a little, you applied for the scholarship. Was it for the ARM or for the CPM or for both? Tell me, tell me all about it. First, first (laughs) I'd like to say that I'm sorry that I do not golf, but I do drink wine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't golf, but I still go to the golf tournament and pretend like I golf, at least it's a scramble, so you know. They did use they they used a few of my shots last year. I, I you know I think maybe six shots. I six. felt I felt pretty good about it. Well, that's two hands. I, I don't care if it's only six. It's still two hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but tell me all about your scholarship experience. Well, I was always encouraged to apply for the scholarship. Who encouraged you? Uh oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the person who pushed the hardest was Richard, Richard Hitt. Okay. Um, and I always used to tell him, Richard, my kids are grown. You know, I don't really need the scholarship. You know, I, I'd rather save that money for young, uh, young parents who are in the industry and want to work towards a designation. And he said, listen, there's plenty of money. Yeah. There's plenty of money in the scholarship fund. All you have to do is apply for it. So I... Uh, I downloaded an application. Um, Which is easy. That You can go right on our website, iramri.org, and click under scholarships, events and education scholarships, and they actually have the application right on the website. Um, you can just, like, click right on it. Uh, so, but go ahead. Sorry. Well, so I downloaded the application. <laughs> you had to write a personal statement, mm-hmm. a statement of need, um, and... Um, you had to attach your resume and a letter of support from a local IRAM um, president or uh, a designated officer. Mm-hmm. So, um, I who did. wrote your letter? I want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, Richard wrote the letter oh, yeah? for me. Yes, oh, well, he, did. he pushed you. So, yeah, he pushed me. So I've said, "Hey, Richard, you pushed me into this. So, I'm going to 
ask you for a letter and he he more than happily obliged and, and wrote a very nice letter for me. Yeah, and I think if you are interested in, in doing the scholarship, you have to apply at least, like, I think the 15th of the month before the classes that are going to start. That is correct. And what did it cover for you? How much of the cost did it cover for you? 75% of the course, um, and that's my employer would cover the 25%. That's great. Yeah. But some some places don't have the opportunity to have their employer cover that that's, cost. That's correct. And Iram National offers a scholarship to cover the balance. That's great. Yeah. So you could get a Brown University education for free. For free. A free Brown University. That's, that's I mean, how, how many people can say that? Probably not too many. <laughs> not too, not many. too many. Maybe valedictorians, but yeah. even that is pushing it. The the way that Brown University is charging now. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's an easy application. Um, you can, like I said, go right on our website. Uh, the application is fairly easy to fill out. The event is tonight, um, and if you did want to go and you didn't have a chance to register online, you can always give Karen Cuddle a call, and I'm sure that she'll be able to squeeze you in. Uh, her phone number is 401-479-7734. Uh, that scholarship, the scholarship slash wine tasting, I mean, that's that's what it is. Um, the tickets are $70. It includes a raffle ticket, four tasting tickets. There's heavy appetizers. And uh, they're also selling raffle tickets. They always have some great prizes. Great prizes. Uh, I remember last year, somebody won a giant bottle of Grey Goose and a giant bottle of Patron. And um, they have, they usually give away like tickets to games. Yeah. And um, it's always a fun event. And all of our networking events, they're not like stuffy like salesy networking events Very casual it really is and yeah. uh all of the people in irem are just really genuine i have to say that uh you know even just being from different uh property management companies everybody's always very friendly all of the vendors all of the industry partners are always introducing themselves um and you know trying to network but it's never like in a schmoozy way it's always in like a hey oh yeah i heard that you work for this company you know just yeah. so you know like yeah, I'm, it's, yeah. It's, it's like they're old friends i know they're old friends and you see the same yeah. people at all the different events yeah. and because rhode island's so tight-knit and so close um you know going to these different events you get to know these people and you use them. I mean, I know that there's quite a few people like if I'm on if I'm in trouble and I have an an issue in one of my apartments and I could I off the top of my head there's probably like four different restoration companies that we see on a regular basis at basis at Iron events that I can turn to. Mm. Um, you know, I and we've had several of them probably on the show too. So, uh, the relationships that you you come across in this industry and in in Irem itself are unbelievable and, and you'll you'll forge connections with all of these people absolutely, so absolutely uh I, so i do want to mention about the scholarship um a lot of the courses are out of state and some of the courses are over a week long so if you do apply for the scholarship that's money that is freed up to pay for lodging at a hotel oh yeah um, that's a good idea yeah so yeah, because my ARM, I was lucky enough that it was, uh, when I went for the course, it was in Warwick, and you were actually in my uh, my ethics course, because yes. uh, I guess that's part, well, I guess, yes. I don't, do you have to take that again, or it just wasn't part of the ARM when before? I, it wasn't part of the ARM before. It it was a, they covered it in one day, the right. ethics part of the um, ARM course that I took, Um 
but uh, now it's a requirement for the CPM mm-hmm. also. And the ARM ethics course I took didn't carry over to the CPM oh, okay. course, so I had to take it again. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, that one is was in work, but I know uh, several because I mean a lot of our, <coughs> a lot of um, my property managers or assistant managers that I work with, we've sent a lot of them to get their ARM, to receive their ARM. Um, and we all try to go to support each other because it is a big deal. You know, uh, it does take some time to get that, um, designation and, um, but we would, a lot of them did go, have to go out of state, um, kind of upper mass, I think most of them. You can go all over the country. If you, if you go on the IRAM site and pick a course that you want it gives you the dates and and places of all the when the course is available so you go on the national site irem yeah, irem.org yeah you could you could end up going down to florida to take a cpm course so oh i gotta I, sorry <laughs> I, I gotta go to brazil for my cpm it's so weird i i don't know they're only offering it in brazil so i don't know what to do um yeah so that that's i mean i think that that's very interesting that um you know, you can kind of travel with that. I know that we've had a couple of different people on the show that have their CPM designations that I've always asked about. Like, where did you go? What did you take? And um, I know, like, Jack Benz had said that he had to travel for his. And mm-hmm. Sherry Chris had to travel for hers um, just to take the class uh, or certain classes that they had that they had to take that were, were offered. Um, and because they had to do, like, a, a study on a certain property and they had to travel Yes. Based off of that, where now they, I guess they give you a book now or a, yeah, you tell can, me about you it. You can take the, uh, the, um, it's, it's the MPSA course. Um, and that's a, that's like an accelerated course for your CPM. Um, it's very intense. Um, and they give you a property, a test property that you have to work on. Um, and rather, like do a budget and, and yeah, work on the budgets um, and um, go. You really and you really go in depth on the properties as far as um, the condition of the property, mm-hmm. um, capital improvements that are needed yep. on the property, things like that. So it's. Are you increasing like you're trying to project increased revenue and all that? Yeah, that's you, what you're trying yes, to do. You're, and you're trying and, to increase and, the revenue and, and increase and the it, property value. And yes. OK. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, they do teach you a little bit of that in, in the ARM class. And, um, you know, but I, I would be I mean, I, I'm always interested in doing the CPM right now. I feel like I'm juggling, but um, maybe so one of these days I'm going to get to that CPM and I'm going to apply for that scholarship that we talk about yeah. every week. Um, and in a little bit, we're going to be talking about we have a couple of different articles that we're going to go through uh, that we found through the Iron website, through Property Insider. Um, there's a couple of different articles that we wanted to talk about uh, from um, areas to cut costs and best practices for affordable housing to different kind of patio policies to uh, creating amazing r- amazing resident experiences through uh, renter's life, life cycle. So um, I think that there's a couple of different things that we can we can touch upon and kind of bring it back to a, and, and and we also have more events to talk about that, that are coming events, up this, this yes. year. More events to talk about and maybe someone will call in and Ask me about boating. <laughs> You're really holding out for that. <laughs> what kind of fish do you catch, Rod? That's what they're going to call in for. So uh, we'll be, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Iron Today, the property management show. We'll be right back after this.
Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 4.35 here on Iram Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. So before we left, we were talking a little bit about some articles that we found. One of them was on Property Insider, and it's actually five key areas to cut costs. So in property management, I mean, I'm on the conventional side of things. You're on the subsidized yeah, side of things, affordable, affordable yeah. housing. Uh, so for both of us, I mean, kind of, and, and for any business, I guess, you're always looking for ways to increase your, your revenue. And um, like in the conventional side, you know, there's ways for us to like increase our rent where we can still increase our revenue without like cutting costs. Um, but of course, like on your side of things, it's a set. Rents are fixed. Set price and that's it. So now you're looking for creative ways to try to increase your revenue. And uh, I mean, th this article did touch upon a couple of different things. What do you got? What do we have? Um, a, a lot of things that uh, affordable housing managers have to do is maintain costs and still provide excellent service, service right. to, the, to the residents. Yeah, that's anybody. Um, so unfortunately, most of the time it's um, usually on the service side that we can save save some money, uh, mostly uh, shopping around to different trash vendors mm -hmm. and, and, and constantly trying to get the best uh, best bid for the upcoming year. Um, so you're try I, I'm just curious because I, you know, I just did budgets recently. I've been talking about it for, I feel like weeks now. Um, but I just did budgets recently and like, you know, um, for like my company, we have a national contract. It Like for you, for your trash, for your trash pickup, let's say, mm -hmm. do you, is that like a yearly contract? Is that like so a five year contract? Year, yearly contract. Yearly contract. Yearly contract. Mm -hmm. And that's really the only way that you can cut costs year to year right. and things like that. Um, so uh, we shop around for different trash vendors. Um, we try different to vendors in general, right? It, Probably yeah, uh, well, like your plumbing yeah. and any, plumbing, anything. Plumbing. Yeah, we're always talking about how we we need plumbers, 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 plumbers. Yeah. And we have a couple uh, that are our industry partners, but there's always a I feel like a shortage of plumbers. There, there is, yes, there is a you shortage know? of all trades. Yeah, shortage of all trades. True. Um, and when you when you do have a when you find a good plumber, you you try to keep them happy. Right. But uh, in the affordable side, anything that's over a certain price limit has to go out to bid. Mm -hmm. So you always try to get the best bid possible for the project that's coming up. Yeah. Do you usually look at at least like three bids? That's like yes. usually what our process yes, is. Three bids. In our in our and and on my side of things, like we always try to look at. Well, I have this one for this, this one for this, and we always try to get at least three bids. You know, sometimes it's the same vendors that are kind of winning the contracts. And then <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I, that this is my, in my, you know, business, I feel like sometimes some of the other vendors get angry or they're like, well, you know, I didn't win the bid. You've, I've come out three years. I haven't won the bid yet. Why am I going to come out again? It's right. like, well, right. if you know that you haven't won the bid, then maybe you, you should drop it a little. If you want the bid, you got to lower your price <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, you'll get more business, I think, yes. out of it. But yeah. what do I know? So what else do we have? We have uh, one of the things that they suggest is eliminate paper documents. I think that that's a little difficult to do depending on your property, depending on your residence. Um, um, it, 
in affordable housing. What do you think? I, I would a, think in affordable in a, housing, in affordable it might be a little... In affordable housing, there is a lot of paper. There is a <laughs> lot of paper. There is no Paperwork Reduction Act in affordable housing. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's more paperwork in affordable housing than there is, like, on the conventional side of things. And for me now, we, we just started uh, last year, we just started using a um, online lease, actually, and online paperwork. Um, but even with that, you know, we have a couple of older school residents that... Um, you know, every year they get their paper copy and they want their paper copy um, and they don't know how to do like the e-signature or anything and, right. and bringing them in the office and trying to teach them how to do that. It, it, it's kind of unproductive, but mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it does depend on your demographic of your residents for that. I mean, in Rhode Island itself, it's not like it's up to date with everything. <laughs> I feel like sometimes. Um, so, um, you know, it, it does, it does depend on, a lot, a lot of times, your yes. your resident. Mm -hmm. um, all my residents get a, a paper lease, and that's and we have to maintain paper files. Yeah, um, for how long? Like how many years? Usually, we, we have to maintain a, a <laughs> current resident as long as they're a resident. We have to maintain all of their files mm -hmm. going back from the time they moved from in. the first lease that from there the was. First yeah. Lease, yes. Yeah. Um, if the if someone were to move out, we only have to hold on to those for three years, and then we yeah. can get rid of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I think even lawsuit wise, you have to yes. hold on to everything mm -hmm. for at least three years. Um, uh, they also suggested like adopting an integrated mobile maintenance app. Um, I mean, I think a couple of different properties that we manage um, have have introduced some of this mobile maintenance app. We do have a way for them to access our portal and put in maintenance requests online. Um, but sometimes I feel like with the millennials now, they'll put in a maintenance request online when, you know, they don't get to it till the next morning. They don't see that till the next morning when the office staff gets in. And sometimes it can be an emergency. Right. So um, a lot of times um, with these millennials, they'll, they'll put it on online. But it's like, no, you need to call. Like, this is an emergency. Uh, depending on the system, though, some emergencies will go right to the maintenance staff so that they can handle it off hours. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it, it just saves time, and time is money in this business. So if the yeah. if the maintenance staff can get going on a, on a service call. Without going through you without first. Without coming to the office first and finding out, yeah. you know, what they have to do for the day, that just saves a lot of time. Yeah. And then they were saying ensuring accuracy, optimum pricing. I know that we talked a little bit about this, but, um, you know, getting the most out of your housing community can be tricky. But they say with the right systems in place, you can ensure your property is operating with the utmost efficiency. Um, I mean, optimum pricing, like I said, you don't really have a choice with that. It's like no. set, this is what it is. Um, whereas, like, your conventional housing, you have a little more flexibility with that. So, I don't know. What do you think? Can uh, you do all of these things? What else do you do? Do you do anything else that's not on this list? Um, actually, we, we try to teach the maintenance staff to do some of the things that normally we'd have a vendor do. Yeah. And sometimes that saves some money doing, oh, yeah. doing the repairs in-house. Right. Repairs in-house, yeah, is, is definitely a key. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if, if your maintenance staff can do some plumbing work, and you don't have to hire an outside plumber or, mm -hmm. you know. Well, I mean... Some some plumbing jobs have to be done right. by a licensed plumber. Right. Uh, most maintenance staff are not licensed plumbers. So, but you know, the smaller jobs, the small repair plumbing jobs, right. they can handle. Like a little pipe here, and yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I think that these are some good tips, but I think that, um, you know, every property is a little different. It does depend on your demographic. It does depend on how your properties run. Um, another one that we came across was an amazing resident experience through the renter's life cycle. Um, this was again through the property, property insider, uh, website. And it's saying that, uh, you know, you don't have just a lot of people think that like people decide move in day when, if they're going to renew, that's usually what I've heard. Like when people will decide on their move in day, whether they're going to renew for another year, but they're saying like, it's literally from move in day to move out day. Um, and it's not just about your amenities or the proximity to school or work or shopping, or it's not just the floor plan. They're saying that, um, I guess they said that like there's seven to 13 touch points through the buying cycle and not it's not just two, two touch points that makes make a sale. Um, they say that the number two reason residents move is that they're seeking better apartment management. <laughs> so that, that's kind of <laughs> that kind of digs that. <laughs> All <laughs> that, the more reason uh, to get your ARM yeah, and CPM. So that way you can uh, keep your keep your tenants happy. Um, so they're saying that there's different different ways that you can provide uh, communication. Like, do you have a resident portal for communication? Are you sending regular updates via multiple channels of communication? Um, I know a lot of times, like, we'll send out papers to the doors if there's some, some kind of issue or newsletters to the doors. But now that we're going into this, you know, new world here, are, are, do you have text ca capabilities at your property? Do you have... Um, you know, I, do you have a resident portal where they can put in maintenance requests online? Do you have, um, you know, can, can you email them? Um, are there different ways that you can get in touch with your, with your residents? Do you have social media? Do you have an Instagram, a Facebook page? Um, a lot of times with our newer, uh, residents, our millennial residents, uh, they're looking for those little extras on how to get in touch with you or how uh, different ways that they can communicate with the property management mm -hmm. company. So what do you think? Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of millennials at, at yeah. the property that I manage. Yeah. Um, but the millennials that I do have, yes, they are interested in. in can I pay online? Can yeah, I? Yeah. Uh, communication through email. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone. Everyone is busy nowadays. Yeah. They don't have time to swing into the manager's office to talk about an issue. Right. And I mean, I. I don't know. It's just. It's just different. Um. I know that we talk a lot about the millennial generation and and um them renting, but there are the baby boomers that are now downsizing too. That that also we need to keep in mind and and keep them happy as well. But a lot of them are tech savvy, very tech savvy online and doing a lot of things online. So we can talk more about this when we come back. And I know that we have a couple other events that we want to talk about as well. So what else you got? Uh, Nothing? I say we just <laughs> take a quick break. Okay. You're listening to Irem Today, the property management show. Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian, on AM790, your station for talk and business. All right, it is 449 here on Iram Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian, along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Before we left, we were talking about a couple of different things that are going on in the industry as far as different kinds of articles, different things that you can pull uh, to better run your property. Um, 
We are part of IRAM, which is the Institute of Real Estate Management, which is the most professional group in the world for managing real estate. Tonight, we have a big event. It is our scholarship event. Uh, we are having it tonight. And I know that we talked earlier about the scholarship, how much it means to Rod for this scholarship event. Um, it does mean a lot to me. Because he did receive the scholarship. I, yes, I, I was a recipient of, of multiple scholarships, so I feel I have to give back. So. I'm going to drink some wine tonight. going to drink some wine, get some <laughs> raffle tickets, win some prizes. Um, and like I said, for our scholarship, we do have the two events that uh, normally we give back for the, like, we use that money for our scholarship. One being the golf tournament, which was this summer. And this is the other big event, which is our wine tasting. So this one tonight is, uh, it's tonight from 530 to 930. It's at Tavolo Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill on Douglas Pike in Smithfield. $70. If for some reason you didn't register, which I don't know why you wouldn't have, you can give Karen a call at 401-479-7734. And I'm sure she can just squeeze you right in there. Uh, we do have raffle tickets are available there as well. Um, along with your ticket comes a raffle ticket, tasting tickets. There's going to be heavy appetizers. We actually had last year, there was our, um, we had an event there last year. Was it our, our Christmas party or a holiday party? I think was mm -hmm. there last year. Uh, so this should be fun. They usually close down the whole place for us. So, <laughs> um, this will be a fun night and that is tonight. Uh, like I said, you can give Karen a call. Our next event is actually tomorrow morning, so don't drink too much wine tonight no. if you're planning on going to this one. But it is a sold-out event. We did talk about that it was going to sell out. It's our low-income housing tax credit seminar. Um, now, Rod, you, you've gone to some of these different seminars. Being um, in affordable housing, you said that you, you have to go? Every year, uh, or if if you're a tax credit property, you do have to have some sort of tax credit training every year. To Why? Keep, to Tell keep, me to keep up your certification. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a an event that would satisfy that need. Uh, unfortunately, for members out there who uh, have not signed up, it's sold out. So um, hopefully, you can catch another one. Right. Yeah. They do only offer this, I think, a couple times a year usually. Mm, yeah. So this one is at the Crown Plaza. Um, it's, you know, different price depending on your membership, but uh, it, it's kind of a half day event from 8 a.m. to 12 uh, and it's at the Crown Plaza. Uh, and then our, our next event is with a good friend of Iram over here, a good, uh, a good industry partner that's always on. Um, I feel like he's, he's been on a couple of times. Frank Flynn is going to be hosting an event on October 24th. And this one runs from 830 to 1130. It's in Providence at, at Hillcrest Village Apartments. And it's called Walking a Fine Line, Legal Cases with Tenants with Mental Disabilities. So, I mean, there is kind of a fine line um, with the tenants with you know, mental disabilities. I know that a lot of uh, the statistics on here is one in five people suffer from mental disorders. So while bringing eviction cases, there are many laws that can impose liability on management companies. The seminar will give you real life scenarios and how to handle them. Uh, so that's with attorney Frank Flynn, uh, Wednesday, October 24th. And you can go on and register right through the website, iramri.org. Um, and then we have a, a big event, I guess. Uh, I've, I've actually never been to this, but uh, it is our industry partner night. Industry partner night. Yeah. When is that? Wednesday, November 7th. 
It's at the 1149 restaurant in Warwick. Uh, registration fee is $30. Um, yeah, and it gets you got four drink tickets, appetizers, dessert, and a swag bag. Oh, a swag bag. I'm excited about that swag bag. Registration closes October 30th. So you so. better you better get in there now. Yes. Get that in. Get your flu shot too, because flu. They say you have to get a flu shot before the end of the month. So, uh, get both of those done. Uh, the participating IRAM industry partners, uh, we have quite a few of them, but. I know this is all for, I think this, yeah, this is all for that event too. Wow. It's like everybody wow. is an industry. That's partner. a lot of swag. Yes. A lot of swag. So if you're interested in that event, you can go right and uh, register for that. That's Wednesday, November 7th, um, which I'm, I mean, usually I feel like most of our events are on Tuesday and I'm always running right from here to there. But um, yeah, this looks like a fun one. Mm. I don't know. So... What are you going to drink tonight, Ron? <laughs> I, I probably will have a glass of wine. Yes. Um, probably just one. Just one. Just one. Just one, just to be on your best behavior. Yep. We also have a couple other events kind of in the future. Uh, we have our installation of uh, a dinner on December 5th, and that's always a big event. Uh, I know that we usually have quite a few ARMs and CPMs usually getting installed along with our... Um, board our yes, new board members board. Yes. Yes. yes our new executive board it will be getting sworn in that date too um yeah so i don't know we have a couple of good good things coming up here through irem and um you know if you're interested in getting any of your designations or interested in any of the events you can give us a call or give karen a call again at 401-479-7734 um Let's see here. Uh, so going back to our other article, the other one, the one about our, um, where are we here? <laughs> the, so I know that we were talking a lot about uh, the different resident experiences. And um, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the different ways to communicate with our residents. Do you have any other ways that you communicate with your residents besides like in a paper or? phone call or um usually a, we try to send out uh, a newsletter to uh keep the residents informed of things that are coming up on the property um and i always i always try to make it a point to anyone who's walking by my office to, to chat with chat them, with them chat yeah. with them about things that are coming up and try to keep everyone yeah. Involved. Do you have like resident events and things like that? Or is it more, um, you know, do you have like I know a lot of um, our properties have like a bingo night or they'll have yeah. like a different my, kinds of events. I, or My site doesn't have a community room. So we, oh, can't, okay. we, we can't have a lot of yeah. um, events for the residents, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. I yeah. just always like to pick everybody's brain and see <laughs> what, what do you do? What do I do different and ways that we can kind of come together and um you know i don't know bring new ideas to the table because we're always looking for new ideas we always I, I don't know every month we try doing budgets we're trying to figure out what we're doing for events for next year yeah. um and every month we try to do a different event so um we're doing like a trivia night one night and you know the easter bunny comes and 
you know, different different ways for us to attract different residents to different events. We even had like a Sunday brunch. Oh, nice. So um, I always try to see what everybody else is doing too. So um, yeah, so I, I don't know. There's different ways that you can attract your residents and, and keep them interested in your community. A lot of it does come down to customer service though. Let's be serious, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Right, and different ways that you can talk with them about, um, you know, what's going on in their apartment or even if they're just getting a package or something like you just talking with them. So anyway, I guess, I mean, we're kind of coming to the close over here. If there's, if you're interested in anything that we went over today from designations to becoming an industry partner, you can give Karen a call at 401-479-7734. If you missed any part of the program, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for IRAM today, or you can listen to the podcast on our website, iramri.org. I guess that will do it for today, but we're going to see everybody tonight at the wine event, right? The scholarship event. Scholarship event. The scholarship event. That'll do it for today. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Iron Today. This episode of IRAM Today is brought to you by ARS Restoration, here when you need expert help with fire, flood, and water damage repair the most. To consult with ARS Restoration Specialists, please call 401-722-9595 or visit them online at arsserve.com.